Well, thank you very much for tuning in, and I hope you're having a fantastic Saturday on your long weekend. And as we know, it's the end of summer. Sorry to But let's be real. We're going to come back to program, back to regularity, back to getting the kids up in the morning. So some of us are actually pretty excited for this time. So what, what's your summer been like, and, and what are you up to this long weekend? You know, maybe you've enjoyed a, a lot of family time, some vacation time. Time at the cottage, time at the lake, time on the boat. That's fantastic. Maybe it's sports. Maybe your your family's tied in with a whole bunch of sports. I know my family's been running around all over the place. Uh, last week, I was lucky enough to go with my son and his Dorchester team to Cooperstown, upstate New York. Wow. Wow, wow. If you ever get the opportunity to hit the Baseball Hall of Fame and head to have a child play in that tournament, it is phenomenal. I highly, highly recommend it. So, a big shout-out there for Mortgage Teacher to all the families and friends that participated because there was 56 different teams and one Canadian team represented. It was pretty exciting. So like I said, I highly recommend that. So whether your family's, you know, running around crazy like the Mullis family uh, with sporting events or maybe you're, you know, chillaxing around the cottage or perhaps you're doing renovations around the house. That's one of the top topics we've seen in here with the office lately. Is people sitting down to do their numbers on, you know, what's the cheapest way to do these renovations? And if I do need money to do the renovations, what that formula should look like. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit on today's show. Now, if you're just tuning in and you're wondering, who the heck is this guy? My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. Uh, what the heck is Mortgage Teacher? Well, use the Google machine right there. Look it up yourself. Search Mortgage Teacher and and see what the reviews, you know, see what Londoners are saying on their own. We're here to help people out. We deal with every institution. So instead of, you know, if you're not sure if you have the best rate, if you're not sure what the best plan of attack is when doing those renovations or buying a cottage or buying a home or even paying out maybe some debt, you know, that's what we help do all this for free. Um, I've said this many times before on the show. We deal with, you know, there's 36 chartered banks out there. So when you are a full-out bank, yes, you can, you know, get a mortgage from a bank, but you can also get life insurance and investments through a bank. And that's that's what a bank has. They have multiple streams of income. Make sense? So, of course, they want to sell you the mortgage. Well, here at Mortgage Teacher, we just teach you the difference between all these institutions. And then there's also trust companies. A lot of you in London may or may not heard of some of these lenders, but have you ever heard of First National? Have you ever heard of Street Capital? Have you ever heard of MCAP? These guys don't have TV commercials. They don't have branches that you drive by in the city of London. They just make a good mortgage. And your mortgage broker will point that out to you. Because if they don't make a good mortgage, well, let's be honest, we're not really going to suggest them. And then because we're in southwestern Ontario, yes, you have the major banks to choose from. Yes, you have these trust companies I just mentioned. But we also have credit unions. I mean... Here I am in the TD building, so I'll, I'll name drop there. And just down the road, we see your neighborhood credit union. I walked by them on the way into the studio today. So, of course, I'll give them a shout out. We have Libro here in town. There's First Ontario Credit Union. The point I'm getting at is depending what your situation is, maybe you're looking at a property in Port Burwell that a credit union can maybe give you a better deal than what a bank can do. Here at Mortgage Teacher, for free, we teach you the difference of all these avenues. And like I always do on this show, I want to teach you interesting ways to save you interest. And what is trending in the market? Well, what's been really hot in the market lately is there's a lot of talk about debt, 
a lot of younger generation has have been accumulating debt with their possible of getting a home purchase, maybe some home renovations. So that's one scenario I have here that I want to talk about today. Um, as far as setting this up, well, I had some interesting, interesting scenarios because let's think here, guys, and, and let's think about it this way. I know what type of les- listeners we have on the show here. A lot of people here in London that listen to this show do have more than 20% equity paid off in your house. In fact, I find a lot of listeners on this station even have 50% equity in their house. And therefore, when you come up for renewal, you know, I'll just renew with my bank. I don't have any debt to pay out. I don't really want any more money. I just want to pay this mortgage off. And I agree with that. But here's some of the scenarios you have to watch out for. So somebody called in just the other day, this past Thursday, and they're up for renewal. So, you know, they owe about $250,000. You know, not a big mortgage, not a small mortgage, but in the next five years, you know, they're going to put a good dent into that $250,000. The house is worth probably about $600,000. Just like many of you here in the city of London probably bought the house a couple years ago for $450,000 and, oh, my neighbors has sold for much more. I think my house is worth about $600,000 now. Exactly. We have all made possibly up to $100,000 equity in our house just for living in this house. It's called inflation, people. We get free money. Now the question I'm going to ask you is what are you going to do with that money? So these people sat down with me and they said, you know, I'm looking for the very lowest rate. We know that. And their credit union quoted them an interest rate that, yes, I could get lower than it. That's great. Now, funny enough, when we look deeper into the numbers, I could get a rate of 0.1%. So let's just throw you out an example. Let's say the bank quoted something like 2.99. I was able to get 2.89. Like I said, folks, this is just an example. But when we look deeper into the numbers, that was $12 a month savings, $12. So here we go. They call me up. They say, Michael, can you, can mortgage teacher get us this rate? Yes, we can. They're like, thank you so much. We're so happy with you guys. You're our hero. You know, we, yay, we saved you $12. Now, is that what my advice is worth? $12 a month? That's how we always look for a mortgage. We get quoted a rate. We get quoted a payment. And then we carry on. We shake our head yes and we move on and we're really happy. But really, maybe they're savings within the $12 a month. So hear me out. I started asking them questions like, well, this is what you're paying towards your mortgage. So they're currently paying about $270 a week towards the two hundred and fifty grand. But I said, what is this? And they said, well, that's a, that's a loan we had to take. It's just a five-year loan, real quick little renovation lo- loan for our, our bathroom. I was like, okay, well, how much did you borrow? They said, well, just $5,000. And meanwhile, that $5,000 was at 5.99%. Okay, well, that's a higher interest rate. And they're currently paying $67 biweekly, which if you figure that out monthly, that's about 145 bucks a month. So here I'm sitting here giving them advice on five-year window of a mortgage. And meanwhile, as you can see here, they just developed a five-year plan to pay off that debt in the next five years. So, hmm, what if we tied these two together? What would the numbers look like? So I said, well, what if you put that $5,000 into the mortgage, but keep paying your, hey, you just signed a contract to pay $145 a month. Here's the funny thing we found out. Out of that $145, most of it is all interest. They're going to end up paying over five years, over double the loan. Meanwhile, if they put that $5,000 into the mortgage, but keep paying the $145 a month, keep in mind, guys. You're already going to pay it out to the bank anyway in interest. But how can we put this back in your pocket? This was a massive difference of $127 a month. That's right, folks. 
our advice is saving them $127 a month. Although most people look at it like, oh, we got a lower interest rate. That's saving $12 a month. What I'm trying to point out here is when we get really deep into your numbers and you're actually being consulted the proper way, more like a financial planner of debt, like we say here at Mortgage Teacher, everyone's out to give you a mortgage, but we're finally here to help you get rid of this mortgage. So here's the success for these people now. Currently, if they kept going the same way as they are, you know, no, I can afford that $5,000 debt, no problem, I'll pay it off myself, because that's what a lot of people say. Then they were going to, no problem, move ahead, and they were going to pay off 8500 per year on their principal. That's a pretty decent mortgage, guys. Not bad. But if they redesign the plan and pay themselves instead of giving that money away in that line of credit or that loan because they were about to give so much interest away, their principal is now going to come down 10500 So that's an additional $2,000 in principal per year, and these people are paying the exact same. This is a difference, people. This for free, we help shift a difference of $127 a month in these people's favor with them paying the exact same dollar as they are today. All of this was done for free. And meanwhile, it started with a phone call, can you get me a lower rate? And yes, I could. And yes, it saved them 12 bucks. But in the bigger picture, guys, there's more savings to be had. Like I said, we're not always here to get you the lowest rate, but we are here to make sure you pay the least amount of interest. My name's Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And again, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. We're going to jump to a quick news break. We'll be back right after this. Hello and welcome back. If you're just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And we've had a pretty hot topic here in the first session. So if you have been listening the whole time, then of course, thank you very much and for remaining to listen. So I'll try not to bore you too much, but on this exciting long weekend, the last long weekend of the summer... Oh, I'm back to school, but I'm actually excited about it. Back to regular time. And of course, uh, if you're do- depending what you're doing this summer, what you have done this summer, that's what our topic was. Was it, you know, are you doing renovations? Are you, you know, enjoying yourself at the cottage or chasing the kids around with sports? Whatever it may be, we get all different scenarios when it comes down to doing your mortgage. And here's what I mean. It's not just, here's your mortgage, have, here's your payment, have a great day. It's, here's what I plan on doing the next two years. Here's what we plan on doing the next five. In fact, yesterday I sat down with someone that they're going to refinance the house in a year and a half. So I had to put them in a mortgage that we knew we were going to break the mortgage in a year and a half. In a year and a half, we're going to design an investment portfolio. Now they're taking equity out of their house to buy a rental property. So they were going to set up a different mortgage at that time and a different tax deduction. But then in the house they're living in, we're going to set up a product that later in five years, they plan on paying the mortgage down quick and producing a down payment for that cottage in five years. So we have already sat down and planned out what's going to happen at renewal in a year and a half and make sure we put them in a mortgage that's cheap to walk away. We know we're going to redesign the mortgage in about a year and a half to two years because they're probably going to relocate. Okay. We, we also know that they're going to buy a rental in that time to create a tax deduction, and which we help facilitate and set up all the paperwork for that, and then buy a, a family home, pay down that family home in the next three years after that. So in five years, they can go and look into this cottage. Mind-blowing, isn't it? It's not just, okay, here's your pre-approval for this mortgage and see you later. It's progressive planning, folks, and that's the difference at Mortgage Teacher. If you don't believe me, I mean, Google Mortgage Teacher and read it for yourselves. There's many places. In fact, everyone seems to be out there putting signs in our face saying, we're here to get you a mortgage. 
Well, yeah, we're here to get you a mortgage, but more importantly, we're here to help you get rid of this thing. And that's what the topic I'm going to jump on right now. So before the break, if you're listening, I gave a good scenario of someone that was sitting down trying to get the lowest rate. They were up for mortgage renewal. They only owed 250000 They got a $600,000 house. Everything's going fantastic. Lo and behold, they had a little bit of debt. I helped clear that out. But what if you don't have any debt? What if, you know, everything's fine, Michael, and I don't need your help? In fact, I hope to have the mortgage done in five years. That's great. But what are you doing with the equity? And this is what two things my dad raised me. I was raised with, and my mom too, of course, sorry. They raised me with pay this debt off as quick as you can and get to no debt. I agree. But I was also raised with don't leave your money in the bank account making zero interest. If you're sitting there at 1%, there's no point in leaving your money in the bank. So now that we have equity in our house, say we have $400,000 equity, what are you doing with that? Are you making it work for you? Or is it just sitting there in your house dead doing nothing? People, London, we have a massive opportunity here in front of us. We have the market, what, some call it a recession coming, but basically interest rates are coming down, which please remain on the show. We're going to talk about that towards the end. So interest rates, we can all say, have been coming down since November and seem to continue to go down. So, But meanwhile, here in London, house prices are going up. That's a massive opportunity. And we, with rates coming down, we still have some investment opportunity. Pot stocks, maybe investing into rental properties here in the city of London. The point I'm getting at, folks, is if you borrow to invest, you get to write off all the interest. So now, say I only, I only owe 200000 on my house. My house is worth six hundred, kind of like these people here. I can take an additional $200,000 equity out, invest that. So it's working for me. I'm at that perfect age, 40-some-odd years old, still need to invest for the next 20 years and build my portfolio. But I'm at a different time that I'm getting taxed large now. This is when we're making our most money and we're T-Ford the most. So creating this tax deduction, if you borrow to invest for an investment property, I get to write off all the interest. So my accountant loves these strategies because now we've got some expenses to go up against my income, which is, hey, it's all allowed. And that's what we want to do. And this is what we help teach and produce these. So if you're listening out there and maybe you're sitting on a lot of equity, well, maybe do you have a financial planner that you trust? If they're doing well and making you money and you like them, call us today and let's help get them more money. We'll create the tax deduction at no cost for you. Maybe you are interested in that rental property. Maybe, maybe let's be honest, Airbnb, this has changed the landscape of the vacation rental. Because now before, before in time, when you bought that rental property, it was 100% expense. You had to pay for those monthly payments. Well, now because of Airbnb, people can find your place. You have the ability to rent it out more often, therefore generate more income. And now your vacation second home property can actually be rented out at times and not only generate the income, but folks, now your mortgage becomes tax deductible. All the interest you're paying for that cottage now becomes a write-off. Aha, I'm liking what this mortgage teacher place is saying. Okay, that's if that is, you know, something you're interested in, please give us a shout. Now, as we were discussing before, perhaps you're thinking about getting that renovation done or something around the house. So we had a client in just this week and they said, you know, I wouldn't mind $15,000 to finish the basement. We have one baby. We're going to have another baby. And oh, it'd be nice to have the room so I can start to watch my, my football when football season starts. And I understand. Trust me. You want to have your alone time and be able to get away. The point I'm getting at, they said, you want what? I don't want any debt. I'm just going to pick away at this basement and do, get it done when I can. Sure enough, 
Those people typically call in a year or two later, didn't get the basement done, and have then snapped and went and got a line of credit in the meantime. That is the danger zone, folks. Let me tell you, if you're up for renewal anytime within the next year or two, and you are thinking about borrowing some money to do some renovations, please contact Mortgage Teacher. We will run your numbers for free just to check and make sure. Because these penalties are a lot smaller on these mortgages than you think. And if you borrow in a line of credit, let's think about it. A mortgage rate is what? Prime minus. So we're down to the, what, 3.5%. Like I said, we're going to talk about that in a minute here. Okay? But even your fixed rates, we're under 3%. So you can lock in at 2, 6, 2, 7%. Okay? But if you're borrowing on a line of credit to do a renovation, now you're borrowing that money at prime plus, prime plus 2 Prime's at 3.9, folks. So if you really want to go borrow money at 5 and 6%, that's your line of credit. Now, also, though, it's compounded monthly. So that interest is working against you. So I bet there's a lot of people out there right now that are thinking, you know, I got that line of credit. Well, is it the money treadmill? Is it just me or does it seem like you're throwing money up against this stupid thing and never really coming down? That's what happens all the times with these lines of credit. It's a mind-blowing what we see in the office. If you have any debt at all, how much is just all interest? Where we want to convert that and make it all principal, put it in your own pocket. So if you're planning on doing renovations, please give us a shout. At the end of the day, you're borrowing money. Whether you're borrowing it and which formula is the cheapest, we'll help design exactly which is the best way to do it. So if you, again, look us up at Mortgage Teacher, mortgageteacher.com. You can always call us, 226-289-2991. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And obviously, I can't take the phone call right now, but leave a message and we can get back to you as soon as we can. Send us an email at any time, of course. And you can always look us up on social media. Now, one thing I want to end with is a little bit of where rates are going and what's going on. We are at a very, very, very weird time right now. I'm going to ask this question out to all of you listeners and you answer it. What has traditionally been the lowest interest rate, variable rate mortgages or fixed rate mortgages? Right. Variable. Do variable. Variable is always lower. Everyone wins with variable. Perhaps, but today, prime is at 3.95. A good variable rate mortgage might be what? Prime minus a half, prime minus 0.7. So that's leaving you still at 3.5 or 3.2%. But you can lock in at under 3%. So fixed rates are actually a better deal today than variable rates. Now, a lot of people say, oh, interest rate, might as well lock in. Perhaps. But if by any chance you're breaking in your, your mortgage in the next five years, locking it in could be the biggest mistake. Remember back in 2007 when we had what we called an inverted bond? It means the bonds are upside down. The short-term rate should be coming down. Folks, be careful. Variables going to come down and come down fast. We might even see a 0.5 decrease, some of the economists are speaking of. So if we're going to see the variable come down and you think you are going to break your mortgage, Maybe take a variable rate mortgage just to make sure that penalty is not ugly. I'm going to end with this. Watch out for the interest rate differential. It's called the IRD penalty. Back in 2007, rates were at like 5.6 and they went crashing down to 3.9. Kind of like now, an inverted bond where rates are going to be coming down. What happens is if you have a higher rate and then you go to break your penalty and the rates are lower... That's when you're walking into these large $21,000 penalties, $16,000 penalties. That's what happened back in 2007 with an inverted bond. So right here on today's show, I'm warning you. Again, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, and that warning's for you. Go carry on and have a great weekend. And the next warning is we have school on Tuesday. So get ready. Back to regular times 
signing off here at Mortgage Teacher. Have a great weekend, folks.